Hey, Graceland, did you know that Minnie Mouse now wears a pantsuit? No. Instead of the red polka dot dress, Minnie Mouse now has a pantsuit. <laughs> this is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. It's an exciting episode, which I say all the time, but I want to start it off. Is this episode one? This is, this sounds like the way you started, like the, the start of like podcast back in the day. What do you mean? Just very fast and very, uh, I know. you know. Yeah, it's excitement. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And because the Beijing Olympics are coming up. It's not the football that we had this weekend that we're going to talk right. about later. It's yes. The Olympics yeah. that start this week. Exactly. And it's... um. An Olympiad that is going to turn off more people than an interest because Beijing in China is hosting the Winter Games. Nobody wants them there except for the Chinese. They're full of human rights violations. There's an ongoing pandemic. It's just a it's a nightmare that's starting in a couple of days in Beijing. And I don't think anybody wants to talk about it or hear about it. And it makes me wonder, why did I start the podcast like this? <laughs> it really... Makes me second guess my whole life, the direction of it. I don't know what's going on. I'm out of uh, sync right now. I'm uh, off so, my axis. And and th- and that's why I'm here to save you, because when you just Thank started you. talking about the Olympics, and I know you talked about some serious things there, and I don't want to downgrade any of that. But what I started thinking about is like what event in the Olympics I would be best at. <laughs> and they're not sporting events. Like oh. if, if it's a sporting Olympics, I'm never like, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to compete. I'm talking about something right now that tomorrow I, I think I could compete with the best in the world at. And the first thing that I popped into my head is small talk. Really? Nobody is better at small talk than I am. Hmm. Who wants to out? You, oh, oh, yeah. You want to, you want to. Oh. I was recently doctor certified on my medical chart as hyperverbal. So that you were, you know, oh, by the I mean, way, are you feeling better? By the way, a little quick little detour. Be quick. Remember, hyperverbal. Be quick. Yeah, <laughs> don't doing? be hyperverbal. I'm tired, but, you know, much, much better than I was last week. I'm just You're tired alive. still. I am alive, and the heart is beating at its correct rhythm. I can't ask Perfect. for much more than that. I had my lawn people come to celebrate you being back. Um, <laughs> so, would you, Yeti, you gave me a face when I said that I could whoop ass in small talk. Would you like to have a small talk off? <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, I mean, we could, we could. I feel like but, you're not. But, but I feel I like you're the, rattled. The, the real gold, but the real gold medalist is my wife. She'll talk anyone right. under the table. I was actually okay. going to use talking as as one of mine as well. So that might have to. But be... But like, see, there's a difference. It's not just. Yep, yeah, you're right. Just yammering and talking, and not that you. I'm just saying, but like, <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> just just talking, like a fo- if you're on the phone with Yeti, like you don't have to do a lot of work. Like Stu Gotts would love to talk to you on the phone because he could just be like, <laughs> "Hey, buddy, what's up?" And boom, the conversation goes. But that you would be good at. But small talk's a different game. Who want that? Small talk with me. Here we go. All right, let's start. Well, can I just say one thing before you start? I loathe small talk, and I'm terrible at it. And a quick aside, the phrase that kind of thing was invented as a bridge for me to just waste two minutes when I don't have anything whatsoever to say. You know, <laughs> if somebody asked me, geez, how about those tornadoes in the Midwest? I'm like, yeah, that kind of thing. I don't have anything I want to say. <laughs> you know, so I'm terrible at small talk, but go well, ahead. Engage me in small talk. Ha- how's it going? Okay. It's been forever, man. It really hasn't. I just saw you last night at the hockey game. Everything good? Yeah, that's a lot. You know, it depends what you mean by good. You hear you my bl- voice right now. I've been trying to drink water, 
It's still take it sounds like shit, my voice. Can you believe it's only Monday? Why couldn't I believe it? Yesterday was Sunday. It's chilly out, huh? Not really. It's beautiful. It's mild around here. It's really cold by me. Um, Is it? How's the, how's the family? Terrible. Just awful. <laughs> How, how's, you know, work, how's work going? Uh, like a like a just a cascade of shit. See, I'm destroying you at this because you're just answering my questions. I'm just like, what do you want? Me to, how do you do small but talk? But, yeah, he said he was bad at it, though. This was not Greg's entry for sure. But, but but you see where I'm saying? I just got so many in the holster of like things that like I could do it all day with you. Can you believe Sarah Plumgill and Kyle Farah got married? If I heard of either of them, I would congratulate them. Can you believe it? Now her name's going to be Sarah Farah. But um. <laughs> We should hang out soon. Let's. We should get together. Yeah, we really should. Uh, don't call me. I'll call you. Do you have any plans this weekend? Uh, I have all kind of plans. How about you? Can you believe 17 years since high school? Wild. <laughs> and that's how you small talk. Anyway, so that's okay. like, I feel like I could okay. compete at a high, at a world-class level in small. What are we like, dad, what are you like? What are you competing in, in, in the Olympics? If you had to, if you were able to, in like what event? Um, I have an event called the toe lift. And what you do is you get barefoot and you put a penny on a rug and you have to pick up that penny with your great toe. Oh, like grabbing things, like using your yeah. toes as fingers. Is this right. just and with you, coins or in general you're good at this? Well, it's a coin on a carpet and then it's a it's a T-shirt that's been thrown on like a tile floor. And you have to, you're, you're timed, like most Olympic events, you're timed and how quickly and how accurately does your toe oh, pick up that coin oh, without God. dropping it? And then the T-shirt. <clears throat> Yeti just showed us our toe, uh, his toe. Yeti's just like showing us a toe and it looks gr- like I see like it looks like it has a cut on it. All right, dude, we get it. I'm just showing, showing you how feet. long my toes are. They are literal fingers. Those are not that young. Those are no. not that long, buddy. <laughs> my two middle toes are longer than my great toe. Is that that long? That's Maybe the pretty the, common, by the way. The zoom is not doing those toes justice. Dad, don't you dare show me it's your toes. True. I see you leaning back. No, I wouldn't because <laughs> my right great toenail is longer than it's ever been. It's curled now like a talon. I feel anyway, like, I feel like we need to create our own Olympics, the non-sport Olympics. Okay, it's let's call it Greg Cody's non-sports Olympics. <laughs> no, no, the Greg <laughs> Cody Show non-sport Olympics. The Greg Cody Show non-sport <laughs> Olympics. I like it. All right, our first event is uh, small talk, which is going to be tough to judge. By the way, I'm picturing people with like, how do you quantify? How do you judge small talk? Just like ice skating, there are judges, a panel of judges. I think uh, before we actually start trying to compete in these events, I think the bit is. Let's gather as many that we feel are good non-sport Olympic sports or Olympic right. competitions. They're competitions. Like, let's. I think we should get our audience involved. I think we should build, draw this out over the course of the Olympics. Yes. And by the end of it, come up with our. And then once we've come up with our non-sport Olympics, then we can decide if there's any that we actually want to try to like compete in. But I like this. This is. Yeti, do you have what do you got? You have any? I was going to say we can um we can open up the phone lines uh and and have our callers have some of our listeners call in with tell us what non-sport olympic do you think you'd be a really good competitor at. Call in to our our voicemail line once again at 336-701-2522. That's 336-701-2522 and tell us what non-olympic sport you think you would be a great competitor at. I feel like I got another one. What about parallel parking? Mm. I, I would be great at thinking I'm great at that, 
and then I would I'd fail miserably. I really uh, resent that uh, some smart cars now parallel park on their own because I feel like it deprives me personally of one of the great joys in my life, which is to be able to lord over other people. The fact that I'm a great parallel parker. <laughs> See, I do that by still driving a manual trans. That, that's right. Erlene, uh, your mother you cannot parallel park. So that's a good one. Um, but I want, to, uh, I want to emphasize things like the tow lift, things that you do in your house every day. And I'm speaking to our great listeners right now. Things that go on in your everyday life at the house, whether at your office at work, the little simple things that could be turned into a competition. And, and I'll give you another example from my life. In my kitchen is a recyclables only bin, uh, which is usually filled with like plastic water bottles and stuff like that. Alone with nobody else around, I will, from a distance, throw a plastic water bottle into sometimes underhand, sometimes overhand and see if I can get it into that bin from a great distance. Dad, you're not even the best in your family at this. You can't be world <laughs> class if you're not even like you need to beat your whole family in this before you nominate these things. I'm pretty I'm pretty damn good. And here's the here's the challenge in that game. If the bin is already half filled uh, with recyclables, then you can get a nasty bounce or a carom. You can think you've hit the perfect shot with that empty water bottle and all of a sudden it's bounding and flying yeah. back onto the kitchen floor. Yeah. So that's well, maybe, maybe we should there. maybe we should do some of these on TikTok or yeah. in our other social media platforms uh, where you know we could really find out who the who the real champion is among the show because I in 8th grade we played trash can basketball and I in Mr. John's 8th grade science class was deemed the trash can king. I, he called me Mr. Clutch cuz I could always hit the 5 point shot. This one will play out eventually cuz all of us I think we're the best. So, what about carrying groceries in from the car? Oh, that's a good one. We're talking about the amount of bags you can get into one trip. We're talking about how effective and without ruining uh, any of the groceries, we're placing them onto the counter because that's a dangerous game. When you eat, A lot of people can go into a, a kitchen with like nine bags. The impressive part is being able to lay said nine bags down in an efficient manner without spilling any of said items in these bags because if you come in and just plop them down, you're going to spill some eggs knock over something that should have been upright. Like you got to be conscious of your nine bags when you're going strong. So all these yeah. things would be judged in the non-sport Olympics. That's true. I'm, I'm experienced in that. I'm not saying I'm great at it. I am experienced in it because when I walk in with like six bags in each hand, uh, one of the bags is bound to contain uh, your mother's Pinot Noir wine. Mm -hmm. And if you set a bag down on a marble uh, kitchen countertop and the wine falls over, yeah. The countertop's going to win that battle yeah. almost every time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wouldn't qualify for the Olympic for the Olympics in that uh, sport at all. <laughs> what about the act of just walking from your car to the uh, front door and the act of pulling the keys out of your of your pocket, getting the key to the right key and getting it in the slot? As if you're like, you know, the way that we judge diving in the yeah. Olympics. I want like that's the way I want us to like detail like. You saw when he pulled it out, there was a slight hesitation in how he got to his key. And like that will mm -hmm. be deductions, like huge deductions. If you have to fiddle with keys, if the key gets caught in the little circular thing, like that's a huge de de deduction. So Greg, like, doesn't your car have keyless entry? Oh, no, I'm talking about to the house. <laughs> oh, like, to the to house. The, from oh, the, yeah. from no, the car no, to the house. There's no way I'd qualify. <laughs> this is fiddling with your house keys approaching your door and like how how efficient you are with getting the hole, the key in the hole. I just love the idea yeah. of like me walking from my driveway to the car, doing it, and then looking over to the right and seeing like a table 
of like, you know, like slam dunk style, like seven, nine, eight. Yeah. Just like how efficiently I got my key in the hole. I would hate that. I would be very bad at that. My finger always sticks in one of the key ring holes or something. And it's, Hell yeah, it's it like does. a nightmare. <laughs> I yeah. think next week we need to gather all the things we've just nominated. And next week before we like, we're going to have to have a full committee, like maybe in two weeks, whenever we do it, we're going to like have to have a real committee meeting. And it's yes or no for every sport. So we got to like, you know, I think all mine have been perfect. So I think all mine are clearly getting in, <laughs> but we'll debate on your guys's. I want to nominate one more and I really enjoy this. I, I probably spend more time uh, doing this alone at home when I should be working than playing Ms. Pac-Man. It's called the metal cap spin. <laughs> How many of you out there have the, the big, I call it a silver bullet, the big silver jug that keeps stuff like you should keep showing keep doing the motion though that explains what, <laughs> what the jug is. <laughs> yeah thank I, you i hope people know what i'm doing here okay. because my hand's going up and down in a very suggestive yeah. manner thank but you. anyway and, and i metal... know you're talking about the bottle cap because you are not that girthy okay the me... <laughs> no comment there uh the, you take the metal cap off okay you lay it down on its uh top which is the spinny uh yeah. metal like side yeah where are we going? Like with this? Great, I feel like then, this is I feel like this is something you, you only do. This on wood. You have to do this on like a marble countertop or on stone or on a tile it would work. You spin it as fast as you can and then you start timing it. How long will your spin last? Will it last will it peter out after 4 seconds? Will it last 20 seconds? Wow. Longer? Thank you, Dad, for giving us an example of something that won't make the Olympics. All right, <laughs> we will. No, I mean we'll let it know. Write that one down. Like we'll, you know, we'll we'll get back to these next week. But those are the examples of what we're talking about. Yeti, give the number one more time: three three six seven zero one two five two two. Call in. Tell us who you are. Tell us your idea for a non-sport Olympics that you think should be in the Greg Cody Show non-sport Olympics. Right. What channel is this on, by the way? Is this uh, GBC? This what what would this be on? I think it's Greg BC, isn't it? Oh, you like Greg BC? Yeah. It's on Greg, <laughs> like the Greg BC network. GBC's too subtle for you. You need to slap people over the face. With. Yeah, it's too much exactly. room for George's and, and, oh. and stuff. So, so yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, Greg, Greg Cody show, non-sport Olympics on Greg, on Greg BC. BC. On Greg BC. <laughs> Brought to right. you by the Greg Cody show with show Greg podcast. Cody. Right. That's right. Here's your host, exactly. Greg Cody. Greg Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeti, we need like let's get music. Go get in the lab. All right, all right. As all my right. dad oh, give, chokes, give me five seconds, <laughs> and here it is. Welcome to the 2022 Greg Cody Show Non-Sport Olympics on Greg BC. We are presented by the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Good job, Yeti. That was fun. That puts me in the mood. I'm getting the chills because that's a very Olympic-y sound. And, and listen, I know our, our pod family... You all out there are going to come strong with some uh, suggestions from your own life. Baby. On what would make great non-sport Olympic events for the Greg Cody non-sport Olympics uh, brought to you by the Greg Cody show podcast with Greg Cody. <laughs> um, all of this reminds me, and I'm curious what you guys think. And I know 
you know, people get on me all the time because I've been on the Levitard show saying stuff like, I think I could hit, uh, you know, a, a Verlander fastball. I think I could hit a home run over the high school fence, whatever. Okay. Sometimes it comes from the fact that I have kicked a 50 yard field goal. So sometimes maybe I do brag too much about what I've done athletically and what I can do, but I defy you to say I'm wrong after I tell you what I'm going to say. There is one sport on earth. It happens to be a winter Olympic sport that I have never played, that I have never seen in person, I think I could go from having never played it to being excellent with one week's practice. (laughs) And the sport is curling, where you you gently push the curl. You know, I'm a great shot. Are you talking about curling your hair? No, I wish I were. wish I had enough hair to curl. I'm talking about curling the Winter Olympic sport, where you push the heavy stone and there's the the brush. The, the 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 broom yeah what would you be doing on the team i'd be the one pushing the stone okay so okay. you'd be doing shuffleboard skills yeah and and shuffleboard i'm great at shuffleboard by the way so you yeah. think you're just gonna pick it up in one week that like they stay with it the whole way down the ice so you're gonna do that like quasi split thing where you have like one leg crouched and the other leg straight back and you're like going down the ice well it's with like the... shuffle <clears throat> curling is like can you can you move laterally no. on ice with shoes like you're just gonna pick all this up no, as, as I understand curling, which is shuffleboard on quaaludes, uh, for you kids out there, quaaludes <laughs> in the 70s and 80s were a depressant that sort of slowed everything down. <laughs> Recreational drug for a while. Uh, I don't have great experience with it, although I do remember once being in a movie theater on quaaludes, and that was quite an experience. Jesus. That's for another podcast. Getting back to curling, it's my understanding that you push, the, the, the stone leaves your hand, and then you don't touch it again. And then it's just the person with the, the sweeper, the broom. Right. And that might be you sometimes. Do you think you can just pick and choose what you do? Like, it's, it, yeah. it rotates. It's not like you're one. I don't I don't think at least. I don't know. You're just saying you want to shove it. That's that's what you're saying. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I could sweep as well. I don't think. I think you have to do it. You can't do that. I that's could like do both. saying you want to play the field and not hit. Like No, no. I would do both. I would push the stone and I would sweep before it. Uh, but you don't know. And what I you feel, feel, you're so look, annoying. We need okay, to get. I, we need to find a curler. I need to have a. We need to have a, a former, current. I don't know. Something. I mean, they're probably busy right now. But a former. If there's any curlers curler. out there, I want you to be in touch. Call the same hotline number as a curler. Has Adnan ever curled? Because he's Canadian, you just think everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, why not? <laughs> now, am I wrong though? Doesn't curling? You're wrong, Dad. You're wrong. Yes, Dad. Of course, it's like all the sports that aren't very like physical seem like something that would be easier to pick up than the very physical sports. Are but you it's good like, with a broom? Yeah, very good with a broom. Let's not. We're entertaining this too much. <laughs> Let's move on. No, I mean, what's a sport that you guys think you could master that you've never done before? Because there ain't nothing better than curling. Winter Olympic would have to be cur- it would have to be curling because it's uh, Yeah, go. but everyone in America is saying this. You guys are like it's it's not that easy. No, I'm not saying it is. That would be the the, the one I could come close. Although, to. wasn't there some story story in the last Olympics about somebody kind of having that thought and like they became really good at it? Like it was like some like See? some person from another sport. Yes, and they were like, it was Homer and Marge Simpson about eight years ago. Was it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this it may have happened in real life too. I'm gonna I'm but. finding a curler, and they're gonna like annihilate you verbally. I mean, no disrespect to curlers out there. My mother used to curl her hair when I was growing up. Oh Christ. Uh, we're getting sidetracked here i do have a uh, mount gregmore of silliest winter olympic sports i don't know if we have time to get to it let's go let's do it i'm in the mood i feel like i mean you know let's ride the slope am i right
Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, this is the Mount Gregmore of silliest winter Olympic sports. Just like there's five rings in the Olympic logo, Greg Moore is five, not four. Kicks the ass out of Mount Rushmore. You it's all know six, that though. by you now. Have an extra. It's six. You have an we extra. do. We always have a, an honorable mention. And the honorable mention is usually more than one, including today. The honorable mention is our two favorite. No, it's not usually more than one. It's like the last few times you've been taking the easy way out and picking like seven. Like, yeah. That's not how this works. This time it's only two. And you know what? How it works is how I say it works. Because it's Mount Gregmore. Okay. Our two fa- this is the honorable mention. Our two favorite discontinued silly sports. Number one, synchronized skating. A doomed demonstration sport in 2002 in which up to 20 skaters all tried to move in unison at once. The bright side, unlike synchronized swimming, no ridiculous nose clips were worn. Number two, a demonstration sport in 1992 speed skiing in which individuals race down a steep mountain on a straight line reaching speeds in excess of 150 miles an hour this sport was known by its affectionate nickname death wish no jumps no jumps what is what is this list what's this list this is the silliest winter olympic sports and those were the two honorable mentions. Why are those silly? I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting. It seems like you're just saying sports. So you find synchronized skating not to be a I find it very sport. difficult and impressive to watch that. I mean, I'm silly. Wow. I mean, it's incredibly impressive. 20 people in unison, like, doing stuff. I find it silly. Okay, perhaps you'd like to do a Mount Christmore. <laughs> or, or shall I go on? <laughs> Number five. Ice dancing. It's figure skating, but with more hoity-toity clothing. Number four, doubles luge, in which two people lie face up on top of one another on a sled. Number three. This list is annoying me, so I'm just going to eat lunch during it. (laughs) Skeleton. As terrifying as its name, a person lies face down on a small sled and hurdles down a narrow, icy chute. Contrary to popular belief, Skeleton was not named in honor of 1950s and 60s TV personality Red Skeleton. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. That, 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 sport, <laughs> that sport was kind of silly. Number two. Thank you. Number two. Curling. The aforementioned curling involves a heavy stone and a broom. What more do you need? And number one. Silliest winter olympic sport dramatic pause biathlon in which cross-country skiers periodically and inexplicably stop to shoot a rifle (laughs) that is i've seen that one that was weird and those are the mount gregmore of silliest winter olympic sport why did you just end that like stugatz's weekend observation <laughs> i want to be stugatz someday that's why i did that inadvertently but you're right now that i and those that, are the greg mount gregmore <laughs> and speaking of hell art bryles <laughs> the biathlon is fascinating to me though yeah it is when you take it out of context it is yeah, like yeah. why are they just stopping to shoot a gun that is kind of funny it's just a weird juxtaposition but like the difficulty of that is is always impressive to me <laughs> but uh, but you'd also say that like about basketball. My brother has often commented that defense in basketball is one of the funnier looking things out of context. Like 
you know, a guy dribbling a basketball, okay, cool, he's going somewhere. But if you just remove all the offense and you watch someone just trying to defend without anybody yeah, in front like of them, it's shuffling one of the side to side and yeah, like backwards. Yeah, it's one of the goofier looking things out there. <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought of that. Although what a goalie in hockey does out of context with nobody else around would be also pretty pretty odd. Just, just shuffling like, on the ice. Just like standing there for like seven minutes straight and then like... <laughs> I've not noticed this. Is this just in case an errant puck comes flying their way? They're on the ready. I mean, they're just kind of like, you know, just like squatting kind of like yeah. with their stick out. Like, you know, I would be the Michael Jordan of getting distracted as the goalie and like, just like, oh, what's this over here? And all of a sudden a goal comes flying. Yeti would me. be like turned around chatting up like the first row. Hey, yeah. have you ever heard of the Greg Cody show? <laughs> yeah. Hyperverbal Yeti would be uh, talking <laughs> with all the fans. Christopher and I had an off-air uh, text conversation that got a little acrimonious because uh, I wanted to, especially in the context of uh, the green M&M swapping her Google boots for sensible sneakers, I wanted to bring out the latest development and another story that seemed to me like a headline out of The Onion, which is Minnie Mouse is ditching her iconic red polka dot dress for, are you ready? A pants suit. It's not That's ditching right. it forever. It's just they're showing her in something other than a dress. Is that right? Yeah, that is okay. exactly right, actually. So right now, Minnie Mouse has turned into Hillary Clinton. Or plenty of other, you know, pantsuit wearing women. It's okay. Right. That The part that, that we were discussing is that I know you and you're doing this like, let's mock this. It's let's do some highbrow comedy. Right. You know, everyone's a little too sensitive these days. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm just telling you, you're not going to like your allies on this. Like, I get that you're going to like throw yourself. You're going to say, well, I'm clearly not them. I'm doing a bit. They actually believe or like some sort of like when the Tucker Carlson's Jason Whitlock's and Will Cain's of the world are like the ones that you see mocking this type of thing. And then you come in and do it. I just don't think you're, you know, being as clear as you think you are on like differentiating yourself from the from them. Well, see, I'm very comfortable in my skin as a progressive man. Uh, a, a liberal pro female pro equal rights person so i don't feel like i have to avoid uh, feeling a particular way about a ridiculous story where i can't even bring it up in jest you know to me obviously there, there's so many more important places to go if you want to eradicate sort of visual sexism you don't get the idea of w like women growing up thinking like i have to wear a dress i'm a girl like, I, I just love how you're so anti, like, trying to get away from that and, like, making young little girls, like, normalize that they can wear long pants right. and it's just completely normal. And, like, okay. like you're like, you're kind of, I see the way you're looking at the Zoom right now. Like, you're you're not about to, like, have any kind of, oh, I see that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, a couple of things on that. I am, my wife just started watching through the Golden Girls again and I'm watching it uh, with her a little bit this week and I'm like, do these people not wear anything other than dresses and flowy robes? Like... Like, you know, it's okay. Wear pants. It's all right. It, it just right. reminds me of how my mom's generation would dress. And, and, uh, but also, like, it's funny how you, you'll, you'll kind of, you know, make jokes against this out of being overly sensitive, but you're kind of being oversensitive to something that is really as benign as, Right, a, a lady mouse putting on daddy's gabardine slacks. That is such a good point. You're being overly sensitive about this. Why does it bother you so much? That Mickey Mouse wants to put on long pants. That's the um, saddest Eisner I've ever heard. Why does that bother you, Eisner? It doesn't bother me. I love making fun of the idea that the female M and M, feminine, 
and Minnie Mouse have to change their look to appease people. I think that's funny. And that's not, it's like, well, my point is, is you thinking that's funny? Doesn't make it funny. Isn't funny. Like what? So you're just like people that actually care about this thing. You're like, I, I, I don't think it's serious. I don't like, it's just, it's just, I don't get like, what, what's the, like, what are we going for here? Just you wanting to be able to be like, that's funny to me. And I like, what if something serious to you was funny to someone? Here's our headline. Greg Cody tells Lady Mouse to put her dress back on. <laughs> I just, I don't get, I don't see, like, I get what, I get it. But it's just like, is this fun? Like, it's just, it's oh, like, you, it doesn't I, matter I just, either I, way. It's like, eh, let the mouse dress how she wants. Look, okay, I'm, I'm outnumbered here. And, and that's fine. Nobody but me sees the humor in Minnie Mouse all of a sudden wearing, turning up in a pants. It's pants not suit. that funny, is it, my it's point. It's funny to me. It's funny. Well, at least to she's me. wearing McCartney. You know, she's wearing an M and M. All of a sudden, going from go go boots to sneakers is funny to me. I didn't even know she was in go go boots until last week. Dad, they're de- they're trying to desexualize women. Okay, and is Mickey that's Mouse funny still, to you? Going to wear that silly pair of shorts with the big white buttons, or is he changing too? Why would he change? All right, Christopher thinks I've uh, embarrassed myself by finding humor in Minnie Mouse wearing a pantsuit. So let's move on. Like, do you think anyone listening to this is like, Greg is so right? <laughs> yeah, sort it's of. It's just like, yeah. you're just showing I your ass. It's basically that. you. This is you. You're just showing your ass. And it's like. I don't even know what that means. It means like you, you're proudly having a take that is just outdated and not that funny. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just. Uh, how? Wait a minute. How can this take be outdated when Minnie Mouse went from a polka dot dress to pant legs two days ago. How can that be an oh, outdated I meant, I meant like outdated, like, like your, you know, your con, this comedy would, would kill in 1993 with Neil Rogers. Like Greg has often <laughs> says he has the heart of a Borscht belt comedian. I'm just saying that that's like, true. You can keep like doubling down. Like I'm comfortable in my space. Like I'm not going to, or you could be like, you know what? Maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe this isn't that funny. Maybe I should just stop mocking things that, you know, I have a granddaughter. I would love her to be able to grow up and not, think she always has to be in a little skirt or a dress which should go without saying is oh, the point oh but, 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 but a major corporation saying. that like disney is huge with kids a major corporation just taking a little step to like make that go without saying more and, and it's funny to you and it's just it's not funny i just don't get okay. what's so funny about what it. is funny is we've okay. spent six over six minutes on this topic okay i i i surrender i'm a man i'm big enough to admit when i'm wrong I think there on this matter, there's a there's a chance that I'm wrong. There you go. That's all I wanted. If you say so, okay. Greg. If, that's right. If you say so, that kind of thing. Okay. You may, you may be, be right, exactly Jack. the great <laughs> the great argument diffuser. You may be right. So from there, I want to go to another uncomfortable topic, which is uh, a guy Dave Corbin. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Hang on. Let me check my notes. Will Corbin? No, you just said Will Kane. Now you got me thinking. What's his name? Corbin? Seriously. Uh William. William Corbin. No, it's not. It's it's Billy. It's Billy Corbin. Probably um, is William, right? Yeah. Which by the way, not his real name. Changed his name to why would anybody change their name to Billy Corbin? He, wait, that's and, a stage name, Billy Corbin? <laughs> yeah, that's his stage name. Um he changed his name to become a failed child actor. But listen, just because he was mean to me. <laughs> I have no intention of being mean to him. Billy Corbin goes on the Levitard show the other day and basically just slams me uh, for my career, saying I've had an, uh, you know, a, a ca- career that didn't amount to anything. 
um, which is probably true other than, you know, <laughs> decades long uh, being the main decades long columnist for the yeah. largest newspaper in the southeastern United States. And look at this. Is that the Herald calling with a raise? Dan Levitard calling me right now. Answer it on speaker. <laughs> oh, hell no. Hey, we're recording the Greg Cody show and I'm ranting against Billy Corbin. Put it on speaker. Hello. If you're in a more playful mood than you were this morning. I was right in the middle of my Billy rant explaining that uh, that's not even his real name, that he was a failed child actor. And then you rang too, probably to save me for myself because I was probably going to go overboard. Um, I would like, by the way, I, I have to tell you right now, we're in the middle of recording the podcast and you call right in the middle of that. And so I picked up. And so the last 30 seconds has been on the air, but we don't have to air it if you don't want. <laughs> you can betray me by a relationship. Yes, that's right. Look, this is what I'm going to tell you what's just happened here. And it's the universe conspiring with us together to make you to do the right thing. I could not get you to do my roast when it was Sheets and Giggles, even though Sheets and Giggles is now sponsoring your son and sending him to the Super Bowl. Right. I could get you to do the roast that rips me but now there's about you the content your podcast and your growing empire thank you, can you. now summon summon, <laughs> can now summon the passion to bury me from your right. most creative place you're gonna attack dominique foxworthless <laughs> you're gonna attack uh, me and right. you're gonna go down in a hail of bullets as people applaud you that's yeah, correct and by the way the hashtag buzzkill billy is taken off on twitter um <laughs> All right, that's where we're going to cut that conversation off. We don't want, uh, you know, like Dan didn't really even know he was on radio there. So it's kind of, uh, you know, not fair of us to keep recording there and exposing him to the, the audience. But anyways, Dad, well, like, did you get enough off your chest with Billy? Are you good there? I mean, you know what? I, I want to be the bigger man. Yes. Uh, he, you know, I've, I've said my piece. He's a mean spirited guy. And uh, I don't know what the issues are with him, but. That's uh, beyond me. So what would you say about his hair in a tweet? Something? Well, it's age inappropriate. You know, yeah. a g- good effort on rocking the age inappropriate hair. That's all. You know, he's trying. He's a guy who want. he's desperate for people to think he's in his late 20s, but he's 44, 45. So good for him. God bless Billy. So what we're going to go to next here is I don't know what it's going to be. We're recording this part of the podcast Friday. Um, it comes out Monday and Sunday night with football results in hand. We will record the end of this podcast with, I assume, members of the Levitard show because you, you and I are both going to be doing check it out. I mean, I don't know why I shouldn't tell people to check it out because they're hearing this Monday. So it'd be weird <laughs> for me to tell people on Monday to check out our YouTube thing on right. Sunday. But anyways, that's where we're going to be next. So if you're listening to this, yeah. Lord knows what happened here because my dad's preparing food for us. Mm-hmm. Uh Shit little I think, food. I think there's beer being drank by most people, you know. Uh oh. Miller Lights big sponsor of the Levitard show. So uh I'm excited to see what the, what happens next. Godspeed to the the, the next segment. Yes. <laughs> We're on the Levitard show. We've done this thing Sunday night. It's been fantastic. <laughs> Greg's hammered. It's been really good. Uh Rams just won, which is fantastic because I had lost five games in a row in the NFL playoffs. I'm talking about straight up. So the Rams did me a big solid. I appreciate that. It's a terrible uh, Super Bowl, but it really isn't because um, the Bengals in the Super Bowl and Burrow, I find exciting. I find that that's great. But 
Everybody's here right now, and we're going to have a post-game analysis. We're going to talk a little bit about Tom Brady. Anybody else want to say anything? Because I'm running out of gas. <laughs> you have 10 minutes. It's your podcast. You just started. You just did, even you two did, minutes. You did like 30 <laughs> seconds of your podcast. I'm teeing Ray, it up. you could just ask us you're a, a question. You're teeing it up. You're teeing one up. Do your job for you. We've been here he four hours He wants a post-game analysis like and a little Brady discussion. That's what he's asking yes. for. I mean, okay. The man cooked for right. You petered out. You just said, talk about Brady and the game and... Right. Listen to my podcast. Right. Okay. First of all, let me say one thing about Brady. Yeah. It's so ridiculous that they're talking about uh, impinging on the, the, the scoop that ESPN had. It's 100% that Brady's retiring. Why is, 100%? No, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Why no, is anybody not. saying it isn't? Yeah. What happened was Brady's camp didn't want to be, they wanted the, the narrative to themselves. They didn't want to be scooped by ESPN or any other media outlet. Brady's own company, TB12, Tweets out that he's retiring, and then they retract it. It's ridiculous. He's he's retiring. The whole plan was for him to wait until after the Super Bowl. He's going to do it. He's going to act like he's announcing it for the first time that it's already not known, and then we're going to go from there. But it, you know, it's he's the goat of all goats. What else are you going to say about Brady? It's fantastic. I mean, the the NFL loses big time with Brady and Aaron Rodgers if he retires at the same time. Big big man, obviously. You look ridiculous. You want to explain to your audience what you're dressed like right now? They can't see. They can't see his audio. That's yeah, why they, I want you to explain well, to the audience how ridiculous he looks. Okay, in 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 you the look Mi- like Mercado after like a bunch of sex in the Miami area. Walter Mercado, God rest his soul, was a beautiful. Uh, what do they call somebody who's in the horoscope? Horoscope. Four AM freedom vibes. Astrologer. Well, this is where the no. descent begins. Uh, he's an oracle. He's a mystic. He an is oracle, an astrologist. A, mystic, uh, a seer. Uh, is what he is. A soothsayer. A soothsayer. He was very flamboyant. Yes. What was he? Telemundo, right? He was Hispanic fame throughout uh, the uh, in Miami Univision. and beyond. Syndicated, international, famously. Right. He was a he was one of the Earth's most famous soothsayers because he had a lot of florid, bejeweled capes, and right. he was a bit of a Hispanic icon. And and for those of you who can't see me on the podcast. I'm wearing a flourishing everybody, red right? cape right now. Uh, they put <laughs> lipstick on me. I have big red lips. It's uh, it's fantastic, but it's an homage to Walter Mercado. The guy left to me, Levitard, is dressed like Ronald McDonald. So if you think I look ridiculous. Flea market Ronald McDonald yes. is what I was going for. Right, with shower hair. You know how McDonald has the beautiful pompadour. Yeah. Levitard just stepped out the shower. And he put his uh, hand in a light socket. The hair's all over the place. You know what? I- I think, I think it's time for Super Bowl predictions. Oh wow! Yeah, we got oh, a three wow. and a half. Wow! Oh, wow! Three and a half right. point spread. All right, let's yeah. go around the room. Stu Gatz is first. Okay. Mm. Wait, the DraftKings line is already in. That's yeah, three and a half point yeah. spread. You're feeling pretty good about having called that, aren't you? Yeah, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. go first. I'll I go called first. it too. You going first, Chris? Anything. I am going with the Bengals. Mm. Now we to win or to cover? Does it matter? Are we the saying Greg Cody show, whatever you want. Okay. How about um let's just go winners. Who's winning? It's a close enough spread. The Bengals. Wow. I'm starting to sweat. I'll take the Bengals. I'll Ronald? take I'll take the Rams. Uh Burrow Ooh. Burrow pass rush is the way to stop him yeah. and the Rams pass rush. I'm, I'm gonna I take just said the Dad, you're last. I'm gonna take the Rams as well for that All very right. reason. He, they, they, Bengals have an awful offensive line. Billy, what, are you, laughing at? what are you laughing at, Billy? Building up to Greg, you should go last. 
right on his own podcast. Your but he, podcast. He's, yeah. he's lost place he's of what he's right doing. Now. That's Mercado's. He doesn't. That's right, a good point. He doesn't know entirely where he is. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know who he's doing it for. Listen, I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay, I've, I've spent the last four hours dressed like Walter Mercado, paint, uh, watching a football game, lavishing everyone with a banquet. I it was cooked wonderful. ribs. It was wonderful. Thank you, Greg. For the podcast listeners of Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, you should know that Greg Cody uh, cooked us an amazing meal tonight. Deviled eggs, pea soup, vegetarian option, and with ham, and the ribs were fantastic. It was a very loving gesture, and it was a delicious gesture. There, Nobody has a complaint about... The deviled about, eggs were okay. I'll say it. Everyone's kind of just building you up today. Right. I'll say it. You've done no, better the deviled the eggs were okay. great. Yeah. Aunt right. Bonnie's one in particular, she makes them way better than you. Whoa! Well, hey, she also shows up with unannounced hams, you know, so don't, you know, lavish too much on her. You said that. I, I was going to do that. I was going to make a ham just so... You, that so, would have been you, great. Yeah, yeah would have been, been fantastic. But it was 36 degrees, so... You know. I know, yeah. By the way, DraftKings tweeted out the line is four and a half, not three. Ooh, Whoa! Went up, up a whole point. Sorry, All man. the money's on the Rams. The line moved one point in the last 38 seconds. Fantastic. <laughs> that uh, Denver... Carpet guy must have uh, plunged about a million dollars on yeah. on Mac. the Rams to move the line. Mac or carpet yeah, guy. whatever. A mattress Mac. Mattress He's Mac no guy. sheets and giggles. I'll tell you that. He may have a good mattress, but you don't have any mattress like the eucalyptus sheets of sheets and giggles. That's right. It's not a mattress. It's not, <laughs> no, it's not a mattress. That's betting. Come on. Whatever. It's getting late. <laughs> Did you get everything off your chest for Billy Corbin? Want to make sure you're good there. You know you're what? Doing well in the poll so far. I wish when McGill was on earlier, not on our show but on the Levitard show, we would have asked him, Ron. Your voice. Does the little tiny bird on the back of a rhino on the Serengeti remind you of Billy Corbin? He'd have said yes. Okay. Why don't we find out? I mean, like I say, yeah, I hate you, Billy. He's a gnat on my back. I can't even feel him. Knack. And I don't mean Nat King Cole. I mean, he's a little Nat that annoys you, not somebody you enjoy listening to. Right, if I had can, a can of Raid, he'd be dead. You can sign off now. You said that already. Nat King I did Cole say, was but very it's worse, talented. It's the greatest hit, Roy. What? Ah, okay. Nat King Cole, very talented. He was very talented. Yeah. So who's going to win the Super Bowl, his, Greg? His daughter wouldn't have bad either. Um, what? <laughs> you know what? I like the Rams. I'm going, I know the trendy pick. Same as Mercado. The trendy pick is going to be uh, Bengals <laughs> all the way. But uh, I'm ramming it, man. I am. Hey, podcast family. Thank you all for tuning in. Pardon my voice. Really appreciate it. I had something really heartfelt to say about uh, a personal loss I've suffered. We can do that. No, I don't feel like this is the, the That's time why I'm to do saying it. We can do that sometime. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. God. All. What a tease. At least, love wow. you guys. At least it's, love not, you guys at least very it's much. not an awkward You're love you too. Love Thank you. Love you all. Is there a fake Sean Connery still hanging around out there? I don't know. You want to take it live? Yeah, we just got to take, yeah. 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 take him blind. Take him blind. Close us out, Dunk. There's <laughs> six right now. We got, all right, all right, let's let's do let one. them finish it up. Let's, let's just close it down. One. Let's finish it up. All right. <laughs> Whoever's on line one, go ahead and do your Sean Connery You're impression. on the Greg Cody Show. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm very worried. Yes. Degree of difficulty right here. I know. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Let me get in character. Hold on. All right. You call it destiny. I call it luck. Wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's a winner right there. That's a winner. All right. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. All right. We're going to put you back on. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.